The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting, designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Gentlemen prefer bonds. That's what banking tycoon Andrew Mellon once quipped. But would he feel the same if he was alive today? Remember, bond values fall when interest rates rise, and that's the current cycle that we find ourselves in here in the U.S. Coming up on today's ETF battles, it's a showdown between bond ETFs from State Street Global Advisors and Vanguard. Which ETF is the better play when interest rates are on the rise? Stick around for the answer. I'm Ron DeLegge. You're watching ETF Battles. Great to have you with us. Today's ETF contest is a showdown between a pair of bond ETFs from State Street Global Advisors and Vanguard. And uh, both ETFs invest in the same fixed income category, intermediate corporate bonds, which generally have maturities between five and 10 years. So if you think about a ham sandwich, the bread on the top is long-term bonds with durations of 10 plus years. And the bread on the bottom is with maturities, bonds with maturities of less than five years. And then right in the middle is the ham. That's intermediate corporate bonds. And that's what our focus is going to be for today's program. This particular ETF battle was requested by Kate W32. And she wanted to know which of these two ETFs is the better play for an environment of rising interest rates. Is it SPIB from State Street Global or VCIT from Vanguard? Well, let's see what our judges have to say about it. Joining us now is a formidable duo. We've got John Davey with Astoria Portfolio Advisors and Mike Akins with ETF Action. Judges, great to see both of you. Great to be here, Ron. John, great to see you. Great to see you both. So our four battle categories are cost, exposure strategy, performance, and yield, which are combined. And then we've got our mystery battle category where you can pick that single factor or multiple factors that you feel are crucial to today's matchup. And uh, I've got the scorekeeping chores. I'll be keeping track of each of our judges' analysis and, and points. And then we'll tally up the results and declare an overall final winner. Keep in mind that our judges can declare a split decision. They can also opt for a wild card if they like an ETF somewhere else that's not in this battle. They can bring that into the mix. And um, none of the battle outcomes on this program are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or any of our judges. So let's get started with the first category, cost. Mike, kick us off. All right, let's keep it simple. They're both four basis points, ridiculously cheap, broad-based exposure to fixed income at a tie. Thank you, Mike. John, you're up next. How do you see it? 
Uh, I don't have anything to add. It's Ty. Okay. That was like the fastest ever in terms of uh, categories. Thank you both judges for your succinct analysis. That takes us next to exposure strategy. John, you're up. For exposures, you know, what I would say is I'm going to nominate like a wild card um, just because I don't think that you should be in the, in the in, in either one of them if you think interest rates are going to rise. And you kind of see that when we talk about performance in a second, you'll see both of them are doing pretty horrifically. Um, you know, bonds in general, the, you know, if you look at the Lehman aggregate bond index is down almost 7% year to date. You know, it's on par for one of the worst returns in multiple decades. Um, so really, from my standpoint, you know, you have to really question why you want to own bonds. Um you know, I think there's a lot of different things that people should look at if they really need income. Um, and I, I don't doubt that people need income in order to kind of live. So things like senior loans is something that we use at Astoria Advisors, SRLN. You'll see year to date, it's got significantly better relative performance versus both those corporate bond ETFs that we're analyzing. Um, so I give the category winner to SRLN because uh, it's, it's actually going to we believe it's going to protect and participate when rates go up as evidenced by the year-to-day return. Plus it gives you back some of that um, carry that they do in the loan market via a formidable dividend yield, which we'll talk about in a second. So overall category winner, SRLN for exposure. The other two just aren't giving you the right exposure for a rising interest rate environment. I was hoping our judges would bring wild cards to today's program. And my dreams have been fulfilled. So thank you very much, John. Mike, you're up next in terms of exposure strategy. How do you see it? Yeah. So, I mean, you get into the bond world, it, you can keep it pretty black and white, right? We talk about equities all the time, all these different strategies and nuances here and there. It's really, really difficult to understand what is within the equity market going to drive relative returns. Um, bond market, you got two things you need to think about. You got duration and you got credit. Um, and both of these bonds are intermediate corporate bond ETFs, as you mentioned. However, it doesn't mean they're the same. Um, you know, they, they track different Bloomberg indexes, so they're both passive. But if you look at the actual fundamentals on the fixed income side, um, SPIB is going to get you a little less duration and a little higher credit quality. Um, in return, you're going to get less yield. Um, you know, VCIT on the Vanguard side is going to extend you just a little bit further out on the duration side which is why it's underperformed. And it goes a little bit further, even though it's investment grade, a little bit further down the investment grade food chain gets you a little more yield. Um, I totally echo John's concept. If inflation is on your mind, um, these strategies are not right. It's not where you want to be. But of the two, if interest rates rise, SPIB is going to hold up better. It's going to go down less. It's simple math in the bond world. And if they and VCIT will go down more, vice versa. If rates come down, it'll be just the opposite reaction. Um, so I would agree that from a winner perspective, I don't have one in this category. I would say that if you're using corporate bonds and you want to keep that, I, there's people are going to stick to their pie charts and they're going to stick to their allocations. You might want to think about adding a little bit more of a strategy that's going to do well. Um, then you know, if you're not using them, you're not as concerned about as inflation potentially, but these, these strategies are sub- subject to it. So you might want to consider some other um, strategies designed specifically for inflation. And since I've got my friend and colleague John on today, I would point out there are strategies designed specifically for inflation. Um, for example, Astoria just came out with PPI. It's doing extremely well. And it's designed 
through a multi-asset approach to do well in a rising interest rate environment in an inflationary environment. So if you're going to look to hedge some of this bond exposure, there's some interesting strategies out there. So I'll throw my wild card in, the, in this PPI um, and the like of strategies that can really designed as a special purpose um, with respect to inflation. Thank you very much, Mike. Now we shift to performance and yield. Now, this is, these are combined, and we added yield because, obviously, this is a, a fixed income category, and yield uh, matters a lot. So, Mike, uh, you're up. Give us your analysis. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what you'd expect. If you go back to what I just said about bonds, um, you know, looking longer term, VCIT has done better because we are in a historical environment of low, lower and lower and lower in the interest rate world. Um, I believe that we've all seen that switch, whether it stays and how long it stays, I don't know. But over the shorter term, um, SPIB has done well. And I believe we're in that environment for a while. So if I was going to pick a relative winner in these two, performance-wise, I'm going to tell you SPIB. But in the simple math of the bond world, that also means you're going to be sacrificing yield. Um, so I would give SPIB my kind of forward-looking um, win simply because it's it's on the margins here. These are two strategies in the same category, both cheap data, but given the differences in the indexes they they track, SPIB has a little less duration. Um, so you're going to be hurt a little less if interest rates continue to rise. Um, and the credit's a little bit higher. Actually, I don't mind credit right now. So that's not a big deal, but the duration is going to be your driving factor. And on that basis, I have to give my forward look on of these two funds, SPIB. Thank you, Mike. John, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of performance and yield? So I'll start with yield, and I'm going to put back the SRLN because I really kind of want the viewers to know that you know here at Astoria Advisors, when we build portfolios for other financial advisors, we're looking at credit risk. We're looking at duration risk, like Mike has been talking about. You know, net net, where we come up at the end of the day is, you know, we're trying to shorten our duration as much as possible. Um, you know, have the portfolio participate in a rising rate environment. So SRLN, its dividend yield is four point five six percent. VCIT is three point zero nine percent, and SPIB is one point six six. So clearly, SRLN wins on a yield standpoint. Um, now, how's it doing in a rising interest rate environment? I started early and I said, look, the ag index is down almost six and a half percent. It's on its worst. It's on par for its one of its worst returns in decades and decades. So, and that's because interest rates going up and inflation going is going up. And those two things are catastrophic for you know traditional nominal bonds and you know longer duration assets. So, year to date, the SRLN is is down only one point four percent. So, it's meaningfully outperformed the ag. SPIB is down six. VCIT is down eight, right? So clearly SRLN is winning. As you go further out on a one-year basis, same story. SRLN is up 2%. SPIB is down five. VCIT is down six, okay? Go further out. Three years and five years, you still see strong relative outperformance of SRLN versus the two you know, intermediate corporate bonds, you know, several hundred basis points of outperformance. So I think, yeah, and, and over those three or five years, we nece we haven't necessarily had a rise in interest rate environment, a rise in inflation market. So, you know, yes, you're taking on more risk with, with loans compared to nominal bonds, but you're kind of more shielded and protected, you know, when you do get these acute periods of rise in rates 
Um, so Mike mentioned before, like forward-looking view, like, you know, we own SRLN in our portfolios. We specifically don't own the other two. So I would give the category winner as SRLN on a yield and, and return basis. That takes us next to the mystery battle category. And uh, John, you're still up. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Duration is something that, you know, we're kind of looking at. And, and you know, we think we've talked about on this, you know, episode of, of why you want to kind of shorten duration. So, you know, in that standpoint, you know, SPIB, SRLN, they've got more, they've got shorter duration than VCIT. So I would give the, the nod slightly to SPIB and SRLN just because they have a little bit shorter duration compared to VCIT. So the, the big picture for us at Astoria is that, you know, we expect interest rates to go up. We expect inflation to stay higher. So we want to kind of shorten our duration, you know, look for strategies that kind of enhance your portfolio returns when rates go up and inflation goes up. So th- that's the key that we want to kind of communicate to viewers. Mike, you're up next. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Yeah, so my mystery category is just keeping it simple, right? So the whole, I've used it before, but the kiss, keep it simple, stupid. I'm the stupid one in this in this example. I mean, when it comes to um, fixed income, it, the, the math is pretty clean. Um, you know, there's not as many nuances. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot that goes into managing fixed income. It's the largest um, asset class in the world. Um, and there's a lot of really good managers to do it. But when you when it comes to um, managing these different strategies, sorry, I just hit my desk and raised my <laughs> my desk a little bit. Um, when it comes to managing your fixed income exposure, um, you really got two ways to do it. You got to be tactical about it. Um, if you're doing it yourself, you have to understand that, as John pointed out, um, the the math can change quickly and you have to adjust with it. Or um, coming from a guy who is a big passive believer and and doing you know your own asset allocation, I believe there's a lot of uh, merit in finding an actively managed total return bond strategy and using that as your anchor and allowing those managers to use the tools at their disposal to change that. Um, you know, so if you're going to look in this space for a wild card or um, you know TOTL or some of the other um, fixed income active ETFs out there that are total return in nature, um, there's there's a few more tools in their toolkit. And I think you don't want to abandon any asset class ever. I'm a believer in, in staying the course, but you have to be able to adapt uh, as things change. And this is a great example. So you, know, you kind of have two choices here. If you're going to tactically al- allocate yourself. Um, I like shorter duration um, right now. Um, I don't mind credit, but I like shorter duration. Otherwise, you know, you can kind of apply the concept of I'm looking for a manager who who really understands the nuances has a number of tools in their toolkit to address changing markets and can get you a total return kind of allocation of that fixed income space. I think this is a good example of how many people are managing their corporate bond exposure in their tactical portfolio. I I hope it's a small number. We're going to shift now to the part of the program where our judges get to pick their overall battle winner. And it could be a wild card. We've already had a few nominations. So Mike, who is your overall battle winner? And uh, give it to us. Okay, so I wasn't going to do a wild card. My winner is SPIB purely because of the math. And I think if you're in a rising interest rate um, between these two on a relative basis, I think rate rates are probably going to go up um, short, midterm. And as a result, the, the math tells you SPIB will be the relative winner of this matchup. Um, but um, from an ETF perspective, there's some good strategies out there you can look at. Um, I would dominate 
something like TOTL. Um, you know, it's still down five and a half percent year to date. Bonds has been a tough place to be, um, but it does have a few more tools in its toolkit to uh, adjust as the market changes. And I think that will pay dividends over a full market cycle, um, specifically in the in the fixed income world. So between SPIB and TOTL, which do you prefer? Oh, right now, TOTL. Um, All right. As a kind All of right. an anchor allocation. But in general, you still have to understand that the market is not it's not a friendly environment right now for anything with duration. And all of these bond funds have duration. Um, so that's just simple math. Thank you, Mike. John, your final opportunity to weigh in with your overall battle winner. Give it to us. Uh, you know, I, I we've been avoiding bonds uh, for, for years in terms of having a much lower allocation versus our benchmark, you know, having shorter duration. Um, you know, we'll, so this is kind of par for the course for us. We've been waiting for this moment for many, many years. Um, you know, we use SRLN in our portfolios at Astoria Advisors. We think that that's a nice way to clip coupons, earn some carry. Um, you know, the, these loans reset higher when interest rates go up. Clearly, they've gone up. Clearly, they've outperformed the ag index, as I mentioned. Clearly, they've outperformed these two intermediate corporate bond ETFs. So I, I think it's pretty clear from my standpoint, these three products, SRLN, like, hands down. Um, you know, I would just make sure viewers understand what Mike's been articulating, which is, you know, duration risk, credit risk. I think people, like, have this idea that bonds are safe. They give you a nice yield. They go up. It's like the perfect world. It, it's been the perfect asset to own for most of the past, you know, 5, 10, 15 years. But we're in this acute period now where rates are going up, inflation is going up. So bonds are anything but safe. Okay. So really it's time to kind of look at your portfolio and look under the hood and make sure that you know what you own. Uh, there's other ways to generate income that we like. You know, there's real estate, you know, both physical real estate, real estate it, you know, via a structured asset class or mutual fund. There's just other ways to do, to get income. There's option overriding. If any of you has any questions, I'm happy to talk to them offline. But um, I would just be real careful with bonds right now. Very good. Well, our judges have weighed in. And today's battle winner is a wild card split decision between TOTL and SRLN. TOTL got Mike's vote. SRLN got John's vote, and each of our judges making some great points, warning about uh, things like uh, maturity, thinking about credit quality, and, um, you know, John uh, preferring SRLN. That was his w winner in terms of yield as well as performance. He picked that also for his exposure strategy as well as his mystery battle category. And then Mike opting for TOTL, the total return actively managed bond choice and saying and making the argument, listen, you know, we're getting into kind of a th thick woods here in terms of, you know, fixed income investing. You, you may benefit from having some active management uh, involved in that process and making those decisions of which uh, bond sectors to overweight or underweight. So TOTL got his vote. But overall, I think our judges made some outstanding points, and I'm really glad you brought some wild cards to today's battle. You made it interesting. So good job, judges. Thanks again for uh, breaking it down for us. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed it. want to mention, too, that we've got links in the description section below to each of our judges. 
So you could check out their excellent research and services below. Also, we've got links to our sponsor, Direction Investments. So be sure to check out uh, their site and all the uh, ETF offerings that they have. And um, we also have uh, other resources for viewers like you. Uh, I've got a weekly newsletter as well as uh, some online classes. So you can check that out again in the description section below. My question to you is which ETF battle would you like to see in our next episode? Give us your ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. If we choose your battle, you win your choice of a battle mug or a t-shirt. I'm Rhonda Leggy. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Careful to consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.